good in others, to remind ourselves the blessings of life, to remind ourselves that life is short, to remind ourselves that all we have truly is today. Yesterday is gone, and tomorrow is not yet here. What we are blessed to have, or else Hashem is, we're blessed to have today. And the avoda, the, the focus, sorry? That's why they call it the present. Oh, very good. That's why they call it the present, because it's a present. Very good, Rafi. The avoda, the, the, I'm trying to think of the right word, the obligation, is it's more than the, it's, it's not so much the obligation. Thank you, Srili. Srili, do me a favor, because that jacket now blocked. Uh, thank you. Oh, just take the jet. Okay, great. Beautiful. Thank you. The avoda, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word, because I was saying obligation. It's really like, um, let's think of a good word. What, what is, uh, it's, not, it's not so much what's required, the reality. Let's say that, the reality. The reality of what I can do. Thank you very much. The reality of what it is, the task that I am meant to do, is the task of, of now, is the task of today, is the task, the ability to say, okay, how can I change my thinking? How can I change today to be what it is that I want it to be? How, how, I can, how can I create today to be the day that I want it to be? How can I look and see within myself all the love and all the wonderful things that I have? And when a person begins to, to look at himself like that, when a person begins to look at other people like that, and you begin to have a new way of looking at the world, and you wake up and you open up your eyes, Moda Ani, thank you Hashem, and you begin with the words Moda, which is the way we begin. A Jew begins even before he washes Nevelvasser, before he becomes clean. The first thing that comes out of his mouth is thank you. That's because that's what a Jew is. The word Jew. What is the word Jew? Yehudi. It's from Lushan what? Yehuda. Which is, thank you. Hoda. Because what a Jew is, what a person, the reason Hashem created us in this world is for one reason. Is to say thank you, Hashem. Thank you for creating me. To recognize that there is a creator. And I am a creation. And what a person realizes is that I am put in this world and I'm here in this world to connect to that and to recognize that and to say thank you, Hashem. Thank you for opening up my eyes. Thank you for giving me, right? That's the Birchus HaShachar. Thank you that I'm a Jew. Thank you that I'm able to move my arms. Thank you that I'm able to, to see. All these things, what it does to a person is it makes him more alive. Because when a person is alive, it means he's connected, he's tapped into the goodness and the blessings. Because Hashem is kulo tov. Hashem's essence is tov, 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 tov. Good with abundance, with shefa and shefa, especially our generation. The way we live, there's so much shefa. What does that mean? There's so much food. There's so much, there's so much, right? You walk in, I'm already, sorry, I already got the heat. I'm already in the heat, right? I already had the heat, the heat is already pumping. And if it gets hot outside, you know what we're going to do? We'll just switch it to air conditioning. And that's the way we live. 
That's the way we live. I'm uncomfortable. I learned to get comfortable. Like we said last night, right? We learned a little bit last night. Okay, there are dangers of that. There are dangers of that. The dangers of that are you become uh, an ingrate, the opposite. You become ungrateful. And, and th- what, we, what we want to do is we want to turn that, that ungrateful and we want to turn that, oh, I need this, I need this, I need this, to, wow, look how much I have. Yes, Leo. Feel well, or something about themselves. Start with Buddha Ani before you can say Ani. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well said. Beautiful. And you know what I was just thinking as you said that? Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. Part of it also is for a person to realize how much, how much, how much help he can have from other people to help to help him be be so successful. You know, sometimes we think, and we, and we talk about it, we talk about, you know, yes, a person has to take responsibility for his life. Yes, a person has to take ownership. But like Elio was saying, when a person realizes, Moda, thank you Hashem for my roommate, thank you Hashem for my roommate, thank you Hashem for my, for my friend, thank you Hashem for the yeshiva, thank you for my rebellion, thank you for my parents, for my support, for my system, that can help me. That can literally, right, like we said, like we said, stop, stop protecting yourself. Stop protecting yourself. People who protect themselves are lonely. They're alone. They're they're in their own head. As opposed to saying, "Wow, I am so blessed. I can have so many people. Thank you, Elio. I have so many people who can help me become what it is that I want to become." Because the second that you say, "Okay, I want to do this. I want to do that." You will find people, Abal Atire, they say Abal Atire, right? Chazal. Chazal say Abal Atire Misainosom. Someone who wants to become pure, someone who wants to change his life, Misainosom. And it, it always bothers me why, why it says it in Lashon Rabin. It should say, Abal Atire Misayeya Oso. That Hashem will help you. Why does it say, one who wants to become Tar, they all help him? What do you mean they all help him? Hashem helps him. But, but it hit me once, like what Elio was saying. Abolatar Messiah also means that, that when you want to change your life and you want to bring things in your life, there will be so many people who will suddenly enter your life and help you with this and help you with this. What we do is we focus on that one negative person. We focus on that one negative person or that one negative situation or that one thing. Oh, that guy, right? My father, oh, my mother, oh, my whoever it is. That guy, my roommate is destroying me. He's hurting me. I can't concentrate. I can't this. Whoa, whoa. what about all the other people in your life who could help you through that? What about all the other people in your life who are there to support you? So, yeah, it's really... Not only you have people, we say, Robin and Masecha, and Davi... She, oh. Not only should we have Moon and Hashem, Hashem has given oh. us that we're capable of doing anything. Exactly. Shrilly. Yeah, Correct. Correct. How much faith Hashem has in me? How much faith my friends have in me? How much faith my parents have in me? Go. The, the list continues and continues. And then what happens? What happens? What happens is I don't have faith in myself. So I can have the whole entire world telling me, you're great, you're great, you're great, you're awesome, you're going to make it, you'll this, we'll help you with this, we'll help you with this, we'll help you with that, we'll help you with this. And then what? 
And then what? Oh gosh, you know, if they only knew, if they only knew, if they only knew how big of a whatever I am, if they only knew that I'm a, they only knew. We call that the fly, we call that the Yetzirah. That's called the Yetzirah. But what we do, Baruch Hashem, what we try to do is to remind ourselves that it's the Yetzirah and to remind ourselves that it's a lie. And the truth is, Rabbah and Munasecha. The truth is, Hashem has so much faith in us. The truth is, like Eliyahu says, there's so many people, there's so many people around us to help us. The truth is, we have unlimited, we have unlimited resources. We have unlimited resources to become what it is that we want to become. All we need to do, all we need to do is do and open our eyes and open our ears and open our hearts and open our thinking to say, and you know, that's part of Lashon Hara. You know, when a person is, is, you know, burning everybody up with his mind and his this, so all he's doing is pushing everybody away from himself. So all he's doing is pushing for people, people further away as opposed to bringing people close. Okay, amazing. Okay, we are up to... Um, Yeah, very important. Page one, I'm going to go to page 141. 141, it's a day or so after we were up to, because it was... Yeah. What? Yeah, I think we were up to 130. Uh, you know what? Let's... let's uh, yeah, you know what? Let's go to page 130. I'm, gonna, I, I'm not going to skip that. Let's go. Day one, day 51 in purity of speech, page 137. Who are you not allowed to speak Lashon Hara about? The whole of the Jewish people, all of Klal Yisrael. Right? Like we said yesterday, talking about a tzibur, where the whole or part of the Jewish people is Lashon Hara. For example, if you say people today are very self-centered. Wow. So now I, I just want to say something, yeah. Could one say, let's say a certain Right, so we said that the other day. You mean Israelis were very this and that? 100% no. No, he said patient. He's saying something good. Right? Oh, if they're good. Oh, impatient. Sorry. No, of course. You might be able to say Americans are impatient because that, 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 that could refer to, to non Jews. But if you say Israelis, you're not talking about uh, Arab Israelis. You're talking about uh, Jews. So that's 100%. But yes, if you point to one of the villages, Right, and you say, those guys in that village are impatient, it's probably 100% mutter. But if you're talking about in, when you're sitting in traffic where someone is impatient, so then, uh, so then that would probably be 100% Lashon Hara. Yes, great question. Uh, good Kiddush for everybody, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Now what about, oh, like we're saying, oh, people are self-centered. So I just want to say, it, when we talk in the forum, and I think so, when we're talking in the forum of a shir, we're talking in the forum of growing in the Silsi Sharim, working on ourselves, if we want to say, oh, the challenge of our generation, or our generation is very dot, 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 I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that that falls under the category of Lashon Hara, because we're trying to grow, we're trying to change. It's, I, I'm not going to just throw out Lito Ellis, but I'm saying it's not in the forum of just saying, yes, 
people are, oh, the, you're, you're upset at everyone. Oh, gosh, this new generation, these, these kids nowadays are dot, dot, dot. So he says that's Lashon Hara, right? And, and he says, even if you include yourself in the, in the sentence, right? If you say, if you say, I am so self-centered, just like the people in our generation, you're also not allowed to say that. Unbelievable. Okay, who are you, yes, allowed to speak Lashon Hara? You are allowed to, and then we'll, I just want to make a comment about this. You are allowed to speak Lashon Hara about a non-Jew, um, someone who left the category of, of Amcha, which is one who keeps the Torah mitzvahs, that does not apply to someone who you know, just to tell you, or someone who na- nowadays it's very hard to, to identify that person, and Apikoros also, I, I'm not sure if that applies nowadays either, that we can identify um, a Russia. Uh, a Russia would be someone like, you know, um, like we've spoken about Hamas. You could speak about uh, terrible people, right? None of the people you know are Rishayim. And as far as politics or any of that stuff, unless you're a politician, I'm talking about in Israel, unless you're a politician in Israel, working for the government and you have a bigger or you have a major influence on many people in the uh, government, then maybe you would have a different, um, you'd have a different uh, status, uh, which doesn't apply to anyone who we're referring to over here. So therefore, based on that, you would not be able to talk about, right, uh, say this guy's a Russia, right, even if maybe you hear from your, from, from a Rebbe of yours or from a rabbi that that person in the government is a Russia, uh, what you, what, why would you say it? You don't have to say it. You don't have to tell anyone that that person's a Russia. Um, and, uh, oh, and, and, and on this, and then I'll take question and comments, and on this, I would just, I would just, um, I would advise not even to talk bad about anyone. Meaning, even if it's, even if it's, even if it's a non-Jew, even if it's a, a um, you know, uh, an apikoras, if you could identify one, or even if it's someone who you, it's mutter to speak Lashon Hara. Again, I'm the, what? It's not a mitzvah to speak about an apikoras? I don't know if it's, I don't know, it might be permissible, I'm not sure, but I would say on our, in this forum, in this forum, Rabbi Tzvi, I would say in this forum, and our level, I would say it's a a mitzvah to talk about the Yetzirah, and how much you hate your Yetzirah, and how but no one amongst the Jewish people that we have any reason to, to do that. At our, I'm talking about at, at, this, at this level. Yeah, Zalmi. Um, are you allowed to say, like, younger kids than me are whatever, even though you might not be including specifically Jewish kids, but you're really not Jewish kids, so... Right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I, maybe not to do that. Again, it depends which forum and in what and what context you're saying it. If you're saying it in a negative context, no, no, no. Right. He was saying you're talking about younger kids or right, younger kids. So he's saying he's not talking about goyim uh, because most younger kids that he would be referring to, that somebody would be referring to, would be Jewish younger kids. Like, oh, the younger generation now are are, you know. Whatever, dot, dot, dot. So probably, probably not. 
Well, it's not age. It depends what he's saying as far as age appropriate, correct? But I guess he's saying it in a negative way. If you're saying it in a negative way, then uh, I would assume not. I would assume not. What's incredible, I'll get to you in a second, Yoni. What's incredible is that you see the sensitivity. It's not just about, oh, okay, don't talk, don't, don't, don't say something you know, negative about this person to cause that person shame or guilt, whatever it is, right? You've you got to be so careful not to even say, right? Like Nisana was asking. You can't say, oh, gosh, you know, those guys. Oh, I went to, I went, uh, you know, I went to Mayron and, and dot, dot, dot. You know, I, I had, you know, these people were so pushy or they're so this. You're not allowed to say that. It's 100% Lashonara. It's unbelievable. Our generation this, our generation that. Yes, Yomi. Are you allowed to talk about contenders? So in business, like we spoke yesterday, you have to be very careful, especially if your competitors are Jewish competitors. How would you know? So good. Yeah, yeah. You have to be very careful. So you're in business, Yoni, and you do things. You've got to learn. I'm not, this, the halachas that we learn are, are more on a basic level. You've got to make, make yourself a seder, get yourself a chavruso, or speak to someone in more in depth as a businessman what is considered... Lush and Haram, what is considered, you know, I, I think basically I can, I can say how great my product is and how great I can give you things without saying that he, can, that he can't give you, you as, know, like, as... Like looking at the other products, like your competitors are saying, this is, they're doing this bad, they're doing this, they're doing that. Right, so, so you, ha- you have to look into that, how to do that. How to do that. You could say, um, my product has this, his product does not have that. But you can't say he has a bad product. You could say, I, I think, you could say if, um, if I have a pizza shop, I could say I sell in my pizza shop sushi. That pizza shop does not sell sushi. But I, I don't know if I could say my pizza shop is a better pizza shop than his. His is not a good pizza shop. Mine is a good one. That would probably be Lush and Hara. As opposed to saying I sell sushi and my pizza is, I don't know what pizza costs nowadays. Uh, I'll say for my for my day, my pizza is a dollar fifty a slice, right? Yeah. It's not that anymore. Just joking, right? My pizza is a dollar fifty a slice, and his is a dollar seventy five two dollars. That you probably could say, right? Why, why not? Those are the facts. But you have to be very very careful, especially when it comes to business, because because business the Sahara comes in and he says it's business. It's business. How else am I supposed to make money? Right? Because money doesn't come from Hashem. Money comes from my hard work. That, that was sarcastic. It's not true. When you have a Muna, then I don't have to bash my competitor. Yeah, good. It's not really like bashing the competitors. Yeah, yeah, good. Right. I, I understand. They're doing this really bad. We can improve ours. Good, good, good. So I'm saying, I, I, I hear you, Yoni. I'm saying you got to be very, you got you to gotta look into that to be very, again, you got to, you can't, you can't trust yourself. You can't trust yourself to do that because when it comes to business and money and being successful and competitors, we have negias. So I can't trust my rationalization. You have to have someone else help you and guide you to make sure you're doing it right. That's when you'll get shefa. That's where the shefa comes. And nobody wants to get money off of, or no one wants to be successful, right? It's a contradiction. No one wants to be successful off of somebody else's not success. You want to be successful, you want to be, you want to be able to be successful because you were successful, not, not because, 
because he doesn't give a good product. Yeah? yeah. Yes, Rabbi Tzvi. Yeah. Can someone say, I don't like kids, I don't like <laughs> voluptuous women? I'm saying, is that, is that a problem? No, why not? Okay. As long as you don't say, I don't like, right? You could say, I don't like when people bring children to weddings and they they run around and they're all wild and blah, blah, blah. As long as you didn't just come off of a wedding and there were kids running there and the guy next to you knows that you're referring to his, you know, sister-in-law. So I think you, so. you would have to say that to somebody who, like, doesn't have kids, doesn't go with kids. Oh, no, or you could say it now. I could say it now. I could say it now. I could say it. I don't like when I go to a wedding and there's a chuppah and there's an ad. And kids are running around that. You could say that. I don't think it's appropriate that, that people do that. I think it's appropriate when when kids run around and shul and make noise. I could say I could probably say that now. I don't know if you want to say that, you know, after Shabbos davening or Friday night, you know what I mean? Or right after the day of the wedding. Right? And again, but 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 underlined, right? You I don't want to be that guy. I love kids. I love when kids run around. I love when kids... Baruch Hashem, they're in shul. Right? What did uh, Shruli just posted this morning? I think it was this morning. I saw it this morning. Right? Beautiful. Right? Oh, my cup is, is uh, not even... It's for sure not half full, but at least I have a cup. Right? At least I have a cup. So I want to be that guy who at least I could see... I remember I had this in my life. I thank you, Hashem, that I had this. I remember when I was doing... Uh, uh, leaving Yitzi Weinstein a message of gratitude. I remember walking, walking to Yeshiva, right, back in the good old days. That was the good old days when I was walking there, right over there, and I was walking before Corona. I'm walking to Yeshiva there. I remember, I remember this hearing like construction, and it was the morning, and I wanted my peaceful, my peaceful affirmations and gratitude, and I'm hearing like construction, you know, Baruch Shem, welcome to Israel. I'm hearing the drilling and the da-da-da-da-da-da-da, you know, and I said to myself, I remember, one of the things that I was grateful for was, thank you, Hashem, because right away I was like, oh gosh, and I'm like, no, 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 let's turn this around. Thank you, Hashem, that I have the ability to hear, hear, so that I could hear construction. Thank you, Hashem, that you gave me ears to hear. There are people who cannot hear. There are people who are deaf. And they would wish and would love to hear construction. So I'm so thankful that I could hear kids and see kids run around. And Baruch Hashem, I grew up in a shul. I grew up in a shul back in the day where everybody there was a Holocaust survivor. Every person there lost their families, murdered. Mamish Rachmanus, I was blessed to grow up in a shul like that. It was, incre- it was an incredible, incredible uh, experience that made a massive impression on, on who I am as a person. Growing up with people who literally just came out of Europe and had, literally, we had kids running around. You could have kids running around, screaming, doing anything, talking, blah, blah. Why? Because these people said the sound of children making noise, running around in shul is the sweetest sound they've ever heard in their life after, after watching. I remember, I remember, I'm getting emotional now thinking about it. I remember, I remember hearing from one of them, one of the survivors, as a little kid. Talk about trauma, but talk about, I'm so thankful that I heard this. I remember him saying, I, I, he, this is what he told me. He says, 
He says, children running around, you know, ah, ah. Like he, he was a little bit, whatever. They were a little bit like that a little bit sometimes. You know, a little bit, you know, whatever. He was an interesting person, whatever he went through. I remember him saying, ah, children running around. I remember barrels. He says, I remember seeing barrels of dead children. Barrels of dead children daily being, being you know, whatever, moved around. I'm a little kid saying, like, oh, what's this guy talking about? But I'm talking about it now, 30, 30, 40 years later. So it's all your perspective. It's all your perspective. It's all your perspective. Oh, I'm sitting in traffic. Oh, am I allowed to say I hate traffic? I love traffic. Baruch Hashem, there's so many people in where I live. Baruch Hashem, Eretz Yisrael is filled with so many people and there's so many traffic and people, right? I remember when I went to, uh, my mother came in, in, in the summer to Eretz Yisrael. I went to, the last time I think I was in the airport. I w- went to the airport. I have a video of it. Video of it. I was crying. You know I was crying? There was nobody there. It was empty. There was literally nobody in the airport. I said to myself, during the corona in the summer, I'm like, oh my gosh, it hit my heart. Hit my heart, like, oh my goodness. This is terrible. Like, where is everybody? Chal Yisrael loves, right? I never ever saw Ben-Gurion Airport, even 3 o'clock in the morning, not hustling and bustling. What's the perspective? You now say, you see the traffic, you're like, ah, I love it. I love it. So it's all the perspective. So it's truly, truly, every day, truly. Thank you. Thank you. At least I have a cup. At least I have a hand that can hold the cup. Okay, beautiful. Beautiful, yes. Um, the Chavot Chaim wrote this uh, in Europe like a hundred years ago or so. Um, yeah. And he didn't seem to be afraid of the Dr. Shalom uh, saying that you can speak less than everybody. So I'm just saying today, like, let's say somebody heard this here from the outside and it got yeah. out. Like, that's not, doesn't sound like a very healthy thing for uh, inter faith relations. Um, there's no like, maybe dark shalom. There's no like, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure what you're asking. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, listening. I'm not, really, I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I'm just saying like, um, it sounds strange not to talk about the goyim that that they're terrible. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying I'm saying that it's, um, it just it seems strange to. I don't, I don't really know what to say. Okay. Um, I'm sure it's very deep and very this, so you can get out. Yeah, you'll, you'll you'll process. Okay, Hashem will help us. Oh, yes. I, I, I just want to give like a little bit of a shout out to the Sheer. Yeah, a little louder. You, we got. I want to hear it louder. Yeah. So, I, so I just want to give a lot of bit of a shout out to the Sheer and how it makes my life awesome. And the other day, so I, so my wife had 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 went to the store to change like a battery that we bought because it wasn't working, and they were just doing like crazy like scuba with her, and and one guy's momish like lied, and he uh, he said no, that's the machine, and then he said I'll show you, and I went to the back. Said he put in like a new battery, and then like my wife opened it, it was the same one upside down. Like, oh. mom is like, so I'm now like, no, because like, because I've been to the store, I'm like, so which worker was it? Like, was it you know, like the guy with the bloodstones? Was it the guy with the white shirt? Was it? She 
you know, and she was telling me, and I'm like, I'm getting all like fired up, I'm trying to go in there, I was like, I'm already thinking about like the Hebrew that like I'm gonna say, that's gonna hit the spot, you know? And, uh, and, it's, and it's your wife, so you're like, yeah, you know, you're, you're like, yeah. that's my wife, you know, you know, right. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly, I'm like, mom, she's getting so fired up, and I'm creating this whole thing in like my mind, and, and my wife was just like saying, like, yeah, but it could be accident, this and that. I'm like, okay, shut up. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way. And then she's calling me out. She's like, she's like, don't we like talk about you know, listen to her like every day? Like, wouldn't this be a situation where like, well, would it be okay? And I was like, yo, sick. <laughs> and I was like, sweet. So just thank you for you know for this year that 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 could ended up being a you know still still might be. A pretty uh, <laughs> like like negative situation, and, uh, and I was able to like let go. Like both of us, like sitting at home eating dinner, were able to like let go of this crazy thing that somebody else did to us. We were just able to let go and just be like, "Yo, shine's awesome, life's awesome." Competition, Rabbi. There's competition, Rabbi. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Uh, my favorite part about what what Yehuda said, what Yehuda said, my favorite part was uh, at the end when he said, "It's still not over," which means that he's 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 uh, he's being honest with himself, with his human side, and realizing that we have we get hurt and we have um, pain and we have. Uh, we have we're, we're human and Hashem made us with, it, with an ego and Hashem made us with, with gaiva and He made us protect ourselves and He wants us, especially your wife God willing you'll see when someone uh, tries to hurt your wife right? It, you, could, you would do more than you would do if someone would try to hurt you uh, and, and, and that's a beautiful thing at the same time at the same time, uh, it, it's something that a person ha- you know, wants to work on. And you want to work on loving. And, and uh, the tzaddikim are, uh, are, have taught us, and the tzaddikim have lived their life, that it doesn't matter if someone hurts you. It doesn't matter if it appears that someone hurts you. We pay back, uh, uh, bad, we pay back good for bad. We, we try and be like Hashem. We try and emulate Hashem, and uh, if Hashem would would uh, pay back all everything or everyone or every for going against Him, the world would uh, would would have been long gone a long time ago, or your world would have been our world would have been uh, long gone a long time ago. So the patience and the and that's why we learn Hilchas Lashon Hara to learn how to you know take a step back. To learn, they say shalom when you say shalom, oh say shalom when you say oh say shalom b'mroma. You take a few steps back, and what do you do? You bow. You want peace? You want peace? Yeah, I'm going to get in his face, and I'll show him what peace is. <laughs> then we'll have peace. No, peace is you take a few steps back, and you 
and you bow. That's how a person makes peace. So thank you, Yehuda. Amazing. Hashem will help all of us. Hashem will help all of us, each and every one of us, that will be zocha to learn the halachas. That's it. Just to be sensitive. I can't tell you, it's such a chizik for me when people send me WhatsApps, even people who, who I don't know, and they send me random, who they listen to the shir, and I'll get a WhatsApp like, thank you, uh, thank you for the shiurim on Hilchus Lashon Hara. It's changed my life. It's changed my, my table. It's changed my family. We now in our family learn purity of speech. There's nothing, uh, nothing more satisf- that, that I get because I know, I know how, how fundamental and how that's the basis of being a Jew. It's the base, base just like we talk about Shabbos, a Jew not keeping Shabbos is, is, is missing the whole boat of Judaism. A Jew who talks Lashon Hara is missing the whole boat of Judaism. A Jew who talks about other Jews is missing the whole boat, not part of the boat, is missing the whole entire thing. So we're blessed that we can remind ourselves of this every day. Hashem will help all of us and all of Klal Yisrael be sensitive to others, be sensitive to ourselves, love ourselves more, forgive ourselves more, forgive others more, forgive Klal Yisrael more, whatever, whatever in your head, forgive those people, those schools, those whatever it might be that you might have, those family members, those whatever it might be, those friends, those bullies, whoever it might be. Shem will help all of us to be able to forgive them to love them somehow, and uh, us and all the Jewish people. Right. I think I figured out my question. Great, please. Good. Um, I'm just saying, like, so we're supposed to be like the oral amir. Supposed to be like the light of the we nations. are. We are the. We, we are. are the light right. of the nations. I'm saying. Um, why, so why? I'm just trying to figure. Out, I'm, not, I'm not like leaning our liberal by any step of the imagination, but I'm just wondering why it's okay to speak less on our about Goyim. I'm just thinking, like, all the hatred that it, that particular halacha um, can create for us. Ravi is just asking, like, why is it, we learned halacha, that it's mutter, you're allowed to speak Lashon Hara about a guy, and, and Ravi is asking, I, th- I think, a, an amazing question that uh, I, I don't think I'm going to answer uh, because I, I ha- didn't really think about it. It never really bothered me so much, which I'm going to check myself why it didn't bother me because I think it's, a, it's an amazing question and I'll look more into it. Someone wants to suggest they can. Um, Rabbi is asking, like, why is it mutter to talk about a guy? Like, why isn't the Chavetz Chaim, or why aren't the halachas just saying, like, you're not allowed to even talk about anybody. You can't talk, right? Is that, that's what you're asking. He's saying the Jew, a Jew is, is the light un, unto the nations, and a, and a Jew is the, the best of the best and the beautiful, and we're taught. So Rabbi is asking a very sensitive Question, which I, I love the question. I I, uh, I don't know. I'll look into it and I'll think about it. I think it's I think it's an amazing question of why. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a great question. Great question. I'm looking forward to to the answer because usually great questions, you know, can can either will bring up great points, or will bring up a great perspective and will challenge. Don't be afraid of questions. Don't be afraid of, of, of any question. Yes, Shimon. You want you want to try and answer? Uh, yeah, oh. Not an answer. Oh. I know. I know. Like Rabbi Fisher, um, he said in the past about speaking about anyone. He's like, I don't even want to speak about anyone. Uh, 
Start. Great question. Great point. Yes, Rabbi Tzvi. Yeah, I mean, Shimon inspired this uh, this idea that I have that the Chaf- in the Chafetz Chaim's mind, there's no such thing that you're friends with Gaim because we keep that ourselves. So speaking about Gaim is is a general thing, and that's what he's saying. It's lucky you could talk so, something of that in right. those lines. Right. It's, it's not no shyness to Gaim. Right. This conversation. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, wonderful. Okay, let's learn just a few minutes as we're up to number three in Mesil's Yasharim Parag Dalid. Motivating factors, how to motivate myself to be careful and to live the life that I want to live. The first, the first level is that I'm in competition with myself. I want greatness. I want to live a certain life. I want, and I'm dedicated to myself. I'm tuned into myself. This is what I want. This is how I'm going to get there. And the pain of me not getting there is, is the pain of me knowing that I didn't put in the work to get there. And that alone will motivate me. I myself will motivate myself. The second level we said, okay, a guy maybe is not on that level or I, that doesn't motivate me, but, but the fact that I live in a world where I know how painful it is when I see someone else successful. So could you imagine when it's all over and I'm older and I did not put in the work? If it's painful for me now to see someone my age better than me and I'm young and that is so painful, could I imagine the pain that I'm going to have if I don't put in the work and I don't accomplish what I want to accomplish when I can't do anything about it. That's level two. Now we're up to level three. Listen to what the Mesil Sharm says. Rabbi Yochanan, I'm in the middle of Paragdalid. Rabbi Yochanan said, it's based on a Gemara actually at the end of Paragdalid more. Rabbi Yochanan, it's a Gemara. You guys know this Gemara? Did you guys get up to this yet? Rabbi Yochanan, Hey, on the base. What? What would he cry? What was the pasuk? You guys remember? What was he talking about? Like and what? It goes for a block. Correct. 
So what did he say? Karavti aleichem la mishpat. That what? Evet shishoklim olav kalos kachamuros. If you have a slave, if you have a servant, so it says, Takana Yeshua, what are you going to do? What are you going to do if you have someone who you are weighing out the big things and the small things that they're not doing properly? Now listen to what he says, Takana Yeshua, what does that mean? We know that Hashem pays back Mida Keneged Mida. Anything you do, as he says, and the Lushan, the language of the Mesil Sharm, is so far, powerful. He says, Kifi ma shehu, according to who you are. I've always said this. You got a guy who has such an anger problem, and it takes him a minute to get angry. It takes him a minute to get angry, and then he blasts off. And you have another guy who it takes him 10 seconds to get angry. And you're like, that's an angry guy, and this is not an angry guy. But the difference is maybe not like that. What? That what? That what? That what? I'm listening. Oh, exactly. Beautiful. Beautiful. Exactly. That's what I was going to say, Gabriel. What Gabriel's saying is exactly the point. If this guy takes him 30 seconds to say Lashon Hara, so you would say, whoa, that's not, that's, I'm, I'm sorry, to get angry. And this other guy, it takes him a minute. So you'd say, who's better? The guy who it takes him a minute to get angry. He can hold off longer than this guy. But the only difference is, the guy who takes him a minute to get angry, he never saw anyone get angry in his life. His parents are the most sweetest, calmest people, and he himself never worked on himself for a second to work on his anger. So it takes him a minute to get angry, but he never, he never worked on himself not to get angry. And this guy who it takes 30 seconds, he grew up in a home with anger, 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 and he's an angry guy, he's an angry guy, and usually it takes him five seconds to get angry. But like Gavriel's saying, he works on himself, and he works on himself, and he works on himself, and now he's at 30 seconds. Maybe next year he'll be at a minute. Maybe the next year he'll be at two minutes. So you can never judge anyone to know where they're holding. And Hashem judges you on that. That's why you can never judge anybody. Because you look at that guy and you say, whoa, look at that guy. He only learns for 10 minutes. That guy only learns for a half hour. Yeah? Do you know how hard it is for that guy to learn for those 10 minutes? Do you know where that guy comes from? Do you know how difficult it is for him to learn for those 10 minutes, for those 5 minutes? As opposed to a guy who's learning all day, he loves learning all day. It's easier for him to learn all day. He doesn't have the same Yitzhahara. He doesn't have the same So you can't judge anyone, and here we go. The only one who will be able to judge and can judge is Hashem. Is Hashem. And it's everything Hashem judges on. So people think, oh my gosh, how can it be that Hashem judges me on every little thing, and I'm going to have to pay for every little thing? The answer is Hashem knows exactly what's up. Hashem knows exactly what you need. Hashem knows exactly what you're going through. Hashem is the Rachaman. He has mercy. But, this is the, this is the bottom line. But, everything. That's why they say a Gadol is called a Gadol. A Gadol is a Gadol because a Gadol, everything by him is big. A, a person, everything that I do is big. Everything I do is important. From the littlest to the biggest. That's going to motivate me. When a person says, eh, so what? I wasted a day. 
Ah, so what? I wasted a few hours. Ah, so what? When a person says, oh, it's, it's I didn't learn. A per- Hashem's not going to say, Bain is on vacation. How come you didn't learn like you learned in yeshiva? No, how come you didn't learn five minutes? How come you didn't learn one minute? How come you didn't, how come, he's not saying, oh, you have to be so uh, perfect in not speaking Lashon Hara. How come you didn't learn the Hilchus Lashon Hara? How come you weren't careful with little things? When a person thinks in those terms, and you think in the little things, it's the little things, the little tiny things that make up the big things. The little tiny things that help a person become successful. Everyone's waiting, especially, I think, in our generation, right? One of the things where Yitzi Raymond's here. Yitzi Raymond. Yeah. Yitzi Raymond. Everyone has to... I'm not going to uh, talk too much about yoga, Yitzi, right? Yitzi, but, but I would suggest everyone to try yoga. Try yoga, it's very good for you. Try it, and it's worth it just to, to uh, talk to Yitzi Raymond in general. But uh, thank you, Yitzi. <laughs> Yitzi Raymond said two summers ago, who is it from about, the, uh, about when you ask children what they want to be? Yeah, from the Rabbi... Rabbi uh, yeah, from, from Bill Yeah. What was his name? Yeah, yeah, Rabbi what? Rabbi Light, Rabbi Light. Rabbi Light, so he said, what Rabbi Light said, right, it was from Rabbi Light. Yitzi Raymond said it over that it used to be when you asked a little child what you want to do when you get older, he would say, I want to be a fireman, I want to be a policeman, I want to be an astronaut, right? I want to be this, I want to be that, I want to be, right? You ask a girl, well, when they're a little kid, I want to be a nurse, I want to be a teacher. And he said they took a poll nowadays, right? And they asked children, what do you want to be? What's the answer? I want to be famous. I want to be famous. Well, you guessed that? Yeah. You guessed that? Yeah. Wow, Dom, you guessed that. Okay. So I want to be famous. What does that mean? What does that mean? It's not, you're not going to be, guys, you're not going to be famous. You're not going to be famous when you, when you say thank you to your wife for the, for the, for the supper that she made for you. You're not going to be famous by not getting upset at your wife and, and working on your relationship with your wife, being a good father, working on things that nobody knows about. That's the irony. That's the joke. Greatness comes from working on the things that nobody knows that you're struggling with. Nobody knows what it is that you're going through. The exact opposite of that desire. I've got to be famous. And what happens when I'm not famous? What happens when I'm not famous? Then I'm a failure. I'm a what? There's no validation. How many, again, I'm not in this world, but in in this sense, but I I probably would have suffered. I should have been on me because uh, I'm insecure and 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 I need validation. So if I was in this generation where with all the likes, you know, if I post something, Right? I remember on my family chat, I once posted something, and like, no one said anything. I was like, oh my gosh, I erased it, this, I'm like, holy <laughs> mackerel, holy cow, my family. So I'm like, thank you, Hashem, that you spared me, that if I was a teenager, if I was nine, right? You're, you're feeling it now also. See, our generation, Hashem saved me, because he knows, I, God forbid, I'd be, uh, I wouldn't survive. 
I'd be depressed because I need so much love. And I need so much validation. Person, what? And Rabbi's a good-looking person. Thank uh, you. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. <laughs> say that more. Say I like you. What's the job? What's the job? I'm also very lucky. I I miss that that generation. Right. Because when you, I don't know, you guys, you guys know that. Oh, you guys know that. Have likes. How many likes? I don't know what that means. On the status, and people like you, and if they don't, if I don't get the thumbs up, if I don't, then I'm, I bury myself inside, and I'm worthless. That's pain. And it's a lie. It's a lie. You know why? Because they don't know that when your roommate is acting a certain way, or your roommate takes your shampoo, and instead of yelling at him, you say, sure, and you're that. No one knows about that. No one knows, no one knows about... We should make that. Let me hear. Like, you know, like, where was that Nevada today? Like, everybody liked me. Because, like, yeah, okay, it's still feeding <laughs> Rabbi, you're from that generation. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't. I am. You're, you did No, I'm serious. I'm That's why I love it. What? All right, you're right. Good. I, I'm, for me, it's too intense. It's too much. It's too much. Too much. But what's the point? Yes, Ben. That's what I want to say. I just finished the notebook. You just finished the notebook? So something like this, something like this, the day, the, the sweat and tears and the writing of this, June 25th, June, is that okay then? June, I'm yeah. just June. June 15th, that's, this is, this will motivate you. If you're waiting for the applause, if you're waiting for everyone, if you're waiting for everyone to give you the applause, which is a very, 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 very normal thing. The reason it's normal is because we want validation. And we want the love. And we want the acceptance. But when you don't give it to yourself, and you don't grind personally, and you don't learn to appreciate the little things that you do on a daily basis, the little tiny things that you do to, to just being here, to just being here, just sitting here, just being in yeshiva, just, just trying, just, just wanting. It's so powerful. It's so, so powerful. And the Yitzhahara, everything's got to be big and big and massive and, and I'm this and I'm that and people are this and people are that. Says the, says the, so now you guys, all those learning Chagiga, as we start with the Gemara and Chagiga, Rabbi. All those learning Chagiga. Maybe that's why Rabbi Yochanan, when he reached this Pasuk, he would cry. Why was he crying? He's crying because sometimes we miss the entire boat. We miss the entire boat. You know what, it, know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the guy who's a successful businessman and he's making deals. And I've said this story before and, and I'll never forget this from the first times. I remember exactly where I was. I forgot the name of the restaurant. Across those from Five Towns will know this. Across from Glotmart. I don't know what that corner store, story is. What? Actually, 
Where are you going? Sorry, my bad. Sorry. Okay, sorry, my bad. My bad. Wow. It's called Yasin, Rabbi. Oh, my God. Yasin. Was it? Yasin. You know that? that? Is that what it was? Yes. That, yes. that uh, hamburger place. Yes. Hey, my name. Yeah. Yasin. It's not there anymore. It's not there anymore. Across from uh, Carlos and Gabby. In that, in that, in that. Where? Huh? Like, I don't know what's there. I don't know what's there anymore. I'm sorry. A little uh, uh, throwback. So I remember going into that store. Into Yasin. Right? Into Yasin. Thank you. You're right. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, on that trip, on that trip. So that corner store used to be, oh, it's a pizza shop now. Now, now, it's now it's a bakery. But it used to be, it used to be Yossi's. You're right, very good. Yeah. Yeah. I was there for Okay, so Yossi's, I remember going in there. I remember going in there, this goes back, I don't know, 20 years, I have no idea. I remember walking in there, I don't know why I was there. I was buying something, I don't know if I was with my family. I remember this was the first time with cell phones getting all that, all this, and this guy with his earpiece, he had an earpiece with a string. <laughs> what a nerd, right? <laughs> right? He had an earpiece and a, and a string. Now if he had that, that'd be right. He had a string attached to his phone, and he was out with his kid for lunch, and he was sitting with his, his cute little seven-year-old kid, and, and I was like, oh, that's so beautiful, right? so warm. He's out with, with his, his eight-year-old kid, right? And, and I'm sitting there watching from afar, and it was a bad story I was playing in my head, a very bad story of him and his, and his kid. Why? Because he was on the phone the entire time. And it could be he was doing the biggest deal. Could be he was, he was closing a deal for a million dollars. Could be he was talking to, to uh, I don't know, to the, to the mayor of, of uh, you know, to, of the five towns. Could be he was doing a big thing. Could be it was a massive thing. It could be, I'm being serious. Could be he was saving someone else's life. Saving someone else's life. He's doing a chesed thing. But his kid is right in front of him. His little kid is right in front of him. And the entire time, he was not focused. I, 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 I feel the hurt now as I'm talking about it. Why? Because that's something that happened. And it will happen to you. It will happen to you if your life is about the big deals. Because no one will know except for you and your little son, or your daughter, or your wife. Nobody will know if you paid attention. <coughs> when you come home for supper, and you're tired, and you're hungry, and you've got a lot of things to do, and you have more than one little child to focus on, and you have maybe four children to focus on, and they're all pulling at you from different directions. That no one knows about. That no one cares about. But that's greatness. That's being a big person. That's how you become a big person, is when you're able to shut that phone off from that million dollar famous deal, which you're probably not gonna get anywhere. Who's famous? I mean, that has, it doesn't even work like that. But that dream and that dimming, and I'm just, just challenging the next generation, as Zalami says. If this generation, I don't know when, Rabbi, I don't know when that poll came out, but I don't know what's going to be in 20 years from now. When you have little kids, what they're going to say the little children are going to want 
to be. Maybe I'll go back to being a policeman and a oh please, no, I don't know what it will become. I don't know what it will become. I don't know what it'll become. There used to be a time where the police were respected. And we'll talk about that. Like, oh, oh, you know? More police, more police. Yeah, okay. Yes. I saw a quote and I just understood it yesterday. Like, I just understood it now. It was like, make sure you kiss your kids at night even though they're sleeping. Oh, you love it. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. You know what? I was going to say, you know what? I think, I think without getting into it, you start talking about chinuch and children, we can talk forever. For you, for you, more than for your child. Yes, your child will feel it, will feel love. It's for you, more than for your child. When you go ahead and you're rushing, and you're doing this, just like your relationship with your wife, Shagun, the same exact thing. It's all, it's all so deep. It's all so deep. And we live in a world that does not celebrate that at all. The celebration of the world that we live in is the celebration of success. of success and image and and billboards and um, ah ha ha no one knows surely as you're saying whether you went ahead and you gave your son or your daughter a kiss and you showed that love in the deepest way Hashem will help each and every one of us will be Zoha all of us will be Zoha as this man continues and how we live at a time we all are living in a time that it's crucial, it's crucial for us to remember, to remember that which is important. It's crucial to remind ourselves what life is about. Baruch Hashem, we're blessed to have the Mesil Zisharim. We're blessed to have the Chavetz Chaim every day to remind us of what really life, what life truly is about. And what true happiness is. And what true success is. And what true dedication of, of why we're put in this world, what it's all about. Hashem will help all of us. Don't worry about your past. Your past, your past. I was speaking to someone yesterday, and I, I just have to repeat this because it's so important. Your, your future is only scary. I want everyone to hear this. It's very important. Back there, guys, I want you guys to hear this. Guys, everyone back there, I want you to hear this last line. It's worth it to hear this last line. The only reason that your future scares you, the only reason that you're afraid of your future is because you're still living in your past. If you are able to let go of your past, then your future is whatever it is that you want it to be because you don't know what it is because it's your future. The only reason you think you might know what it is is because of the past that you're still connected to. So the quicker you let go of your past, and the quicker you just live right now, and you dream about your future. There's a balance though about being cautious. About Don't be so cautious. We'll talk. You and I'll talk to you. Be, be careful. Care what? What's the line? You know. uh, don't be too careful. You, you might get hurt. Yeah. Okay, well, that's, that's a deep line. You and I, no, no, one second, we'll talk. We'll talk, you. No, it's not, that's not true. You get, you get, it's true what you're saying, Yuda, it's true what you're saying, you have to learn from your past, it's not for now. You need to wipe out your past, and you need to go for your future and love and believe in your future that you can do whatever it is that you want to do, and there's nothing at all stopping you. There's nothing at all stopping you. Hashem will help us all live today 
today, today, today. That's what it's about. Have a wonderful day. Everybody.